Welcome to Meeple to Meeple, uniting players from around the world. A 30-minute exploration of PJ and Gallus' board game experiences from across both sides of the Atlantic. Each episode, they share their thoughts and opinions on the world of board games, including their favourite themes, games, hot topics, and much, much more. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 56, A Return from Essen. Uh, as always, I am PJ. And I'm Gareth. And with us is... Hey. I'm John. He's back. <laughs> He's back from Essen. That's right. It is the return of the Meeple correspondent, the Meeple on the ground, John from Triwin Games, who spent a long time in Europe and explored Essen. I don't think I gave him an opportunity to enjoy himself as I constantly sent him on missions. <laughs> missions. I heard, yeah, Quests. I heard you. Uh, I think you did a live when you came back and I popped in and then you, you made some kind of comment about how you had me in your ear. Yeah, sending always, you on missions. Yeah, I was the proper Ethan Hunt with the earpiece and going, hang on, let me just, yeah, okay, I've got news in from PJ. Okay, yeah. there's somebody I need to meet over there and <laughs> away. Yeah. That is right. Cool. You are the Meeple to Meeple Agent Hunt. That is, that is, that is your new, your new uh, moniker. I love it. So I'm tell like, us about Essen. 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 Um, so spiel Essen. Um, it's it's a it's a lot. It's um, it's it's everything you could imagine, and then some more. Um, I was so I've been doing, doing this sort of decompression, I suppose you'd you'd call it, since <laughs> coming back. Yeah. And and wondering because the, one of the common themes you talk to people and say, "How are you getting on?" And they go, "Well," and they'd, they'd have this look about them, which became more sort of zombified as, as the days went on because people just time means nothing during spiel you will <laughs> rock up at if you're dead keen 10 o'clock in the morning and you will spend a period of time and then you will feel it is time to leave and and it may be 10.05 it may be seven o'clock in the evening it's just this this different experience uh, and i was actually totting up that if you were first in and last out every single day, which would be an achievement uh, in itself. Yeah. You would have 35 hours of spiel to experience. Wow. Um, and like, chopping that down into bits, you've got things that steal your time, like just getting through the halls. So particularly with Saturday, there was the Saturday Penguin Shuffle, where if you wanted to get anywhere, the best you're going to do is find a flow of people and just slot yourself in. It looks so busy. Along. Yeah. Pa absolutely absolutely to wall yeah. people. Um, and if you're super efficient, you can kind of link that in with heading towards food and see something that looks tasty with a short queue and get something and then keep moving and eating, which never, it's never that optimized. Um, <laughs> but there's just a lot, a lot to cram in. So just in terms of, uh, the, the visuals, if you like, when you get there. So I think there are three different entrances that you'd mainly come in from. So from uh, the, the third and first hall, the sort of busier entrances, hall three was absolutely rammed more or less all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then you come, if you came in from hall uh, seven, which we did on each day, it was a quieter entrance. 
Uh, and that, and then you experienced Hall Seven, where it was notionally empty apart from like a, a cloak room. Uh, but that is where the low corner queue started emerging into. Oh wow! With the yeah. different <laughs> the security guards watching yeah, yeah. the breaks in the queue, so that people could come across. So basically, traffic guards to let people across, but not podging. Um, so yeah, the the low corner hype was real. Uh, but you're you just confronted with lots of stuff. So it was roughly themed around sort of uh, children's games in the one area. And then you'd move into the sort of more family stuff and then the sort of hobby games. But then you'd have accessories and artwork of many styles and varieties. And the, uh, the sort of storefronts, <laughs> thinking about it now, it feels more Blade Runner-esque. With the height of the stores, you would have stuff to look at, not just at eye level, way above so you'd just be captivated by each of these stores so you just Amazing. got so much to take in uh, and then you start thinking okay what's the list of stuff i need to check out whether it's uh games that you have a general interest in that you want to just have a look at just because you've never physically seen it or see it played or hope to try and play it uh, and then sort of start your navigation around um and ideally, you've got a plan that helps you flow through the halls rather than diving in between the halls. But like, I remember PJ in the preview episode, you were asking if there were events beforehand to book on. Uh, and through the Spiel app, most of the events were around things like um, designer meet and greets, and they kind of do some some okay. chat so people would be queuing for that. So obviously, some of those things would be part way through your day, so you, you sort of ex- do a bit of exploring and come back for this particular event which you'd notionally need to get there earlier for so that you're not blasting the queue um so there's a lot of uh i'm not going to say optimization but you'd, you'd always looking to see where you need to be and when to get to get the best out of what's happening yeah, efficiency of i guess yeah travel your little sat nav and how was the app because you yeah. said about the app helping you navigate mm-hmm. was that useful or actually that because was, it was so busy it was super useful um yeah. especially to work out if you wanted to go from one place to another, you could just go, I'm, I'm here, I want to go there, and it would give you a route. Uh, if you were in one hall in the middle of a crowd and you're like, I need to know where the nearest toilets are, just click toilets and it would show you where they were. Uh, oh, or yeah, if you want really to find nice. where you're going to meet somebody else, they'll say, oh, I'm in hall five, well, where are you? And they could just give you either the stand name or number. Brilliant. App, and then you just go and so find So useful. Them. That yeah. is awesome. Yep. Were you able to share your location with people so that you could meet, or was oh, it just you had not, to? I did not try that. I don't know if that's a okay. feature. Okay. But um, but it was yeah easy just to find people just through yeah your own sort of personal nav if you like. And did you did you do everything you wanted to do and see, or did you was there stuff or is there stuff you left then you went oh I didn't even see this I know I have that at the Games Expo and I've completely missed something. Even yeah, I must have walked past it twenty times. So, um, so some crazy people would go to the expo with a list of games that other people were interested in to check out on their behalf. <laughs> who would do? Who, <laughs> who would, would do that? Nobody, nobody, nobody would be. Not yeah, in their right no. mind would you do that? Um, so I'd got a dozen games, and I think the closest one to begin with was um, uh, Mythwind. I think. So went to have a look, and there was a big old crowd round one table of Mythwind set up. Oh. I was <laughs> like, okay, um, I'll, I'll just listen in. And they're all talking German. I didn't realize it was the launch of the, the German version. So I thought, okay, I'll 
and, and my German's not that good to pick up all the board game related stuff. So like, okay, I can abandon I'll, quest, abandon quest. I'll, I'll, I'll pause <laughs> this one. I'll circle back later. Um, so I went to have a look at uh, Keltai um, because that looks really intriguing. With because I know Gareth, you mentioned the Rondal and the, just the layout and the Roman invaders, and you're playing the Celts and this. Um, and and it was the same thing. So you got a group <laughs> of German players. So they got the the rule book on the table as it was being explained, and they'd got the German one. The English one was underneath, so I did have a quick look. So yeah. I thought, it's fine, I'll circle back. Um, and I did later, and it was even busier later. So I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, this is this is fine. Um, so there's that. If, if you've got a real hunger for something, you either need to be check out which version is being played at that moment in time or, or just be a bit more um, circulatory uh, and pop in at the right moment. Mm. Yeah. It must be really, yeah. I guess if you if you specifically had gone and that's the game you wanted to find and buy, could you could you buy it okay, or was it that if you wanted a demo, that's the bit that that you couldn't so, get near? Uh, generally, with purchasing, if you were there, generally early enough in the day, there would be like yeah. extra copies for each day because a lot of them they would sell out on each day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, generally, purchasing was was okay, and and. I think I'd alluded to this before, is, is a lot of the, the hardcore fans, they'll be there first. So first thing on a Thursday, the hardcore fans are there. Yeah. Um, and sure. usually at 10 o'clock on each day, you'll just get those who are, they want that game and they will head to that stall and they will either queue or whatever. But I, there were quite a few stalls where, um, so when I went, so on my third one, I was checking out um, the side quest Nemesis thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I so went and there were three tables set up and each of them had these really, uh, so the, the tables would have been sort of waist height, and each of them had got this uh, above head height board, like on either four sides, so you could look over inside, but it looked like they wanted to set something up. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll just see what what's going on. And as I was watching, there were lots of boxes arriving on pallets with people looking quite kind of frustrated. Mm. And I think the general feel was there were a lot of, um, game companies there who had games delayed in customs, so they were Definitely. getting deliveries yeah. on the day. And I, I can't remember the title, but there was one where people were queuing for the game to buy it. As the delivery came in, the the delivery person was literally unloading it and just giving it to people <laughs> in the queue because wow. they were waiting that long. Um, mm. So there's that risk as well, where if your title's not there, then you know, good luck. I think I saw um, Chip Theory Games Palette. They got through on Sunday, or it might have been okay. Saturday afternoon. Somebody, you Ooh. know, they'd waited, and it was, it was, yeah, they'd missed out two or three days of trading. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for publishers. It's a nightmare. I mean, that's yeah. the one shot really a year. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything? Anything you learned differently from last year? Like now it's your second year. Yeah, it was. Um, so last year it was more of a, I'll say, relaxed experience comparatively. My my view last year was largely about just seeing what the experience was like in terms of yeah. how people present their games, what sort of different games there are, so what the games look like, uh, how they're presented, how people interact on the stalls. Um, so so one of the things, so particularly with Kelto um, and Mythwind, is, is if you weren't familiar with the game, but you came across it and, and thought, oh, I wonder what that's about. It was actually quite difficult to work out anything without talking to somebody. Right. Some of the other stores, I would have 
Um, usually the box on some sort of um, aerial sort of bracket or something. But then they'd have some sort of summary with it saying, this is the game, this is what it's about, this is how it plays, mm. which is really helpful because it, even if you're just passing on the way to somewhere else, if it catches your eye and you can go, oh, it's trick-taking, it's push-a-look or whatever, you're like, okay, I can either go there now or I can come back a bit later. Um, so giving that sort of quick awareness to people, especially when people might be on a schedule, is really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so that was that was last year. So this year in, in a comparison, so having a dedicated list of games to check out and and trying to meet up with as many people as possible, it makes it really um, time sensitive because especially mm. meeting with people, a lot of people aren't there for the whole thing. Um, and you're also trying to grab grab them at a moment that is convenient for them as well as in a space that's as uh, relaxing as possible so they can just talk normally. Um, but, but in Spiel, one of the um, notable things is just the noise of the backdrop all the time. It's like every sort of music of every type being played all at once. And there are a couple of areas where you can sort of make a break to the sort of outside area, which is sort of yeah. in the middle of the, the con. Sure. Yeah. And you just get a rush of fresh air and a comparative <laughs> quiet. And, and it's just this really surreal area because there's nowhere to sit down anywhere. Like the there's eye no... of the storm, isn't it? That mm. bit where yes. there's, there's chaos all around you, but you have yep. got a moment of uh, yep. solitude for a second. Yep. But it's um, it's... So I, I compare it now because I remember last time going with people who were, they got their shopping list of games that they had must-buys at all costs. There were must-sees at all costs to see if they were must-buys and then yeah. everything else. <laughs> and I, I can kind of understand some of that urgency now of going, I need to cram all of this in in this time period because if I don't, then I've personally failed. Um, <laughs> and I remember saying like last time about, if you're not enjoying it, you're not doing it right. Yeah. And there were quite a few times when I just just had to sit down on the side, going, "Okay, I need to do this a bit differently because you know this is this is an entertainment place, right? It's mm-hmm. it's meant to bring that." Um, as, as one of my friends said, is a lot of the essence vibe is isn't so much about welcoming people in and and just playing a game and sitting down. It's it's almost walking wallets. So yeah, it's, yeah. It can be difficult yeah, to kind of find a, a cause. So it's um, yeah. yeah. Remember a couple of years when I first started doing content creation, like I booked an entire day. I'd like plan my day and I'd put in slots. But then, of course, you don't realise the travelling time, and then of course you bump into people, and it it became not as fun. So mm-hmm. I really stretched the content over over the full weekend. Um. It's, I did exactly. Yeah, it, I did exactly yeah, I, the same. I feel, I feel for you, yeah. Because so where we were staying, it was uh, a thirty-minute car drive in, and on the first day, on the, the Thursday, we managed to, to drive in with the, um, the folks we were staying with, which was nice. On the um, Friday and Saturday, it was trains in, so it was a, a tram, two trains, and then the U11 into Essen, and that was an hour and a half. If it, it could have been an hour. Oh, but there was goodness. a connecting train which seemed that line was like cancelled for the entire weekend because right. there was some yep. train stuff going on. Um, so I couldn't book anything too early because I thought I can't risk me- missing those people uh, and nothing too late either because of, of how things might have panned out. So, yeah, having those sort of hard points in the day for each time 
and making sure you were there from whichever hall. Um, yeah, it, it yeah, because yeah, that's the travelling yeah. time. That's the bit mm. I can quite. Oh, I'm in hall one now. I'm in hall three. Whereas, uh-huh. whenever it's now, you've yeah, you've got a plan. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it just it makes the whole thing far too much stress. So what I'm hearing is, spiel essen needs to be 24 hours a day. <laughs> This is what I'm hearing because there's no open gaming. So it's all business and it's all selling. So if you want to sell your products and make money, you should be open for 24 hours for four days. That way you can reach everybody. That'd make an interesting concept, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Funny thing yeah. is with, with the lack of open gaming, most of the games of the, I think it was 12 overall that we discussed before, is is people would have been buying those immediately on the first day and they would yeah. have been playing those games. And it would mm-hmm. have been really easy and quite fun just to rock up and go, do you mind if I just watch, play the game, just give us an overview? And they'd be like, yeah, it's fine. So, and, and lots of other people would do that too. So they'd, they'd have a look and go, this is as good as I heard. I'll go and get a copy as well. Um, but you, you don't have that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I mean, at the Games Expo, I've definitely, or anywhere there's open gaming, I've wandered around looking at what people are planning, going, "Yes, what's that game?" And then mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've started googling and gone, oh, "Actually, you know, off I go to either buy a copy or um, yep. do some more research." Yep. So, uh, very yeah, similar, yeah. very similar to Gen Con as well. Yeah, yeah, you see a group playing a game, and that's it. Yeah, you end up being sold by the gamers and not by the yeah publishers. Yeah, yeah it's a good build. Yeah. So, yeah. um. On your travels round, you've um, had the chance to do some sound bites in in yeah. the John style. So yeah, that's right, the John style. So the um, yeah, I think the the first, well, the very first person I met, and it was in within like three minutes of walking in, was um, Jenny from uh, Board Game Spieler Corner. Because so I got this tap on my back, and I, and I <laughs> wasn't expecting it. So I was like, what? and then went again, and then she was just there. And uh, and high and all that, and then she'd arranged this uh, evening meal on the Friday, where there was about fourteen of us who who descended Amazing. on this uh, this um, uh, little uh, burger place, which was which was fun. Um, yeah, so that was the sort of first batch of, um, of chats that I did of, of people's experiences of of spiel. Was oh, that part of that? Is that primarily Instagram community? Yeah, no, so it yeah. was um, all Instagrammers, um, apart from um, one. So a couple of our friends had, had come over from yeah. uh, the UK, yeah. um, uh, Adam and Michaela, and Adam's not enormously on Instagram, but um, everyone else was just, yeah, the, the gaming crew, if you like. That's amazing. Shall we have a listen to yeah. um, a couple of them say? My, name, my Instagram name is rh underscore uh, thoughts about Spiel? Crowded, overwhelming, but amazing at the same time. I like it a lot. The atmosphere is something you cannot repeat anywhere else. Maybe Gen Con, but I haven't been there yet, so... Have you been to Gen Con? No, not yet. Okay. So is it on your list to... Uh, definitely. Yeah. I just need to find time and money. Okay, money and time. <laughs> money is uh, a bit more difficult. <laughs> my name is Jenny and my Instagram is Sport Game. It was nice to meet all the people, but also very crowded and exhausting, like like every year. But um, I saw some highlights and I'm very happy. I enjoyed um, Redwood. Do you know the game? 
it's about uh, yeah taking photos of animals and <laughs> stuff like this and it's a super cute game yeah i enjoyed it my name is Dom. My Instagram name is Bromide Enthusiast. Uh, Spiel is an overwhelming mess of games and vendors and companies and publishers that is an entirely difficult thing to navigate, especially being somebody who never took the time to learn or accept languages outside of the English language. But I will say I had an enormous and extraordinary uh, amount of fun while uh, attending Spiel, uh, as much as it was difficult to explore. Um, and I will say that I would love to continue to explore it as the days go on because it is an amazing event. And uh, Germany, uh, and as in and of itself, is a great European city. Love it. I love Dom's summary. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> 30 seconds of, uh, of what we said so far. <laughs> Navigation. <laughs> mm-hmm. A mess is what I think he described described it as. Mm-hmm. Um, but for all, is it Raphael from Jenny and from Dom? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just yeah, yeah, really good snapshot into, I guess, some of the Instagram community's perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to add around the guys from Instagram community? Um, I just... I think the the thing that was really lovely is because I'd got a list. Well, I've got a list in front of me of like about thirty <laughs> people of who you would either knew were there and you would hope to bump into, yeah, or you were deliberately making tracks towards each other, uh, and both the sort of accidental meetups um, as well as the sort of deliberate ones. It was just it's just this really strange experience where you meet these people who uh, some of them I've, I only met at Essen last year. And then have kept in touch through Instagram since. Well, then you meet them again, and it's just this really weird and lovely kind of social thing where you're back together again, as if it was sort of last week, uh, and catching up on little bits and pieces and sharing tidbits from the latest um, spiel. It's, it's just yeah, it's really cool. It's amazing. It is really cool. Really cool. I think the thing that uh, really stood out listening and and just the people that you met there. So Jenny. Uh, and I hope she listens to this episode. Jenny feels like family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like that is the quintessential local host. Like, I just love it. She was there for everyone, and that was really fantastic. And I hope to get to meet her one day. And I'm so excited that you got to meet Dom. Um, I'm, I met Dom at Gen Con. Don is a great guy, uh, very well known in the community, but it's just he's the mess this is why i asked you about for people like in the preview episode if you have not if you don't speak any other language how is that navigating and apparently dom dom experienced what i expect essen to be like (laughs) (laughs) but uh i'm I'm glad he took the time and i'm glad y'all got to meet so that was really cool um speaking of so dom I believe you met some of my other fellow countrymen. Like, I feel like looking at Instagram while Essen was going on, America came to Germany. Like, everybody was just there. And I was like, wow, this is kind of amazing. Why did I not go? Um, but you got to meet, you got to meet several of uh, my other Americans. And uh, we're going we're gonna to hear from them, right? Yeah. 
My name is Danielle Standring, but you can find me anywhere, Instagram, TikTok, at Danny Standring. And people always ask, do you prefer Danny or Danielle? And it's whatever comes out of your mouth. So Danny works, Danielle is just fine as well. This is my first time here. And when I told people I was coming here, I was given the expectation, like, think Gen Con, but bigger. Um, Essen is not that. So when I walked in and I saw the vast amount of space in six different rooms filled with people just having a good time, like drinking beers and just living their best day. I was like, oh, this is not Gen Con at all. And this is the vibe that I want. And I was so excited to sit down and demo with a pint and just smile. And I will happily do this every year over other experiences I've had at cons. So this has lived up to every sort of expectation I have and gone above and beyond that. Hello, my name is Drew. My Instagram is welcome to boredom. My favorite game that I was able to witness was Kelp by Wonderbow Games. I've had a wonderful experience in time here at Spiel Essen. One of the largest shows of the year. Fantastic place to be. Essen, Germany. Highly encourage people to be here next year. Oh, It is the wonderland of all board games. A wonderland of board games and something that's piqued my interest. Pints with board games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, is not, this is new news to me. Mm-hmm. One of the... Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember whether it was one of the stands or just happened to be by a stand is they were selling um various types of belgian beer that you could obviously purchase and drink with your um game at the stand which is amazing uh, yeah that's good i mean both danny and uh cardboard Cup, cardboard cowboy mm-hmm. uh, drew's yeah. i think it's drew really good summaries i mean mm-hmm. both different perspectives one is i guess that jane con comparison which is you just go and compare it's it's completely different mm-hmm. Um, through to yeah, there's just the you know wonderland of board games, cracking. Does that help you, PJ? Decide that next year you're going to Essen. I mean, I'm, it's got pints, so I'm, I sit now. I did. That's a deal. That's you're it. done, right? Oh, I did not realize this was a thing. That would never, that would never happen at Gen Con at an like in the you know like in well, the Belgian hall. beer as well. I mean, it's super oh, no, super strength. Can, yeah. I mean, you could definitely go to a bar elsewhere and, you know, there's the same, but, <laughs> but in the hall, serving beer and playing de- and while demoing games, mm-hmm. John demoing games with a pint. Yeah. It's the future. That's... I know there's a little whisper about kelp, which I know we're reasonably, we've talked about that previously as well. Yep. That looked, did you get a chance to see that game, John? I got to see, um, uh, the, is it Carl, I think, who was um, there sort of doing the, yeah. the, the speech for the game. So that was at the tail end of the um, the Saturday um, because it looked it, – it was it's one that I'd not seen um, before the con and then saw the artwork for it um, initially nice. and then saw the asymmetry and then shark versus octopus and he was describing the <laughs> octopus moves at the beginning. And then when I was talking to Drew later, he, he basically ran me through how the entire game works. And it, it sounds fantastic. Um, so I'd like to give it a give it a spin. Oh, it, it is insane. Really good. It is insane. Because um, we play tested at Gen Con. Um, so yeah, kelp is crazy. Crazy. So talking about so talking about games, you then have a group of sound bites from various designers, stroke, I guess, industrial industry uh, friends that you've met along the way. Mm. Um, we're going to start with Kavango. 
Our dear friends, which yeah. is, uh, you know, that was a couple of episodes ago. So let's mm-hmm. see what the, let's see, let's listen to what the Kabango guys have got to say. I'm Zara. And I'm Matt. We are at Kavango.game. Oh, it's been amazing. We just, yeah, it's been showing the game to people. Love it. Just love playing with people. It's been absolutely nonstop, chock-a-block on our demos. But, yeah, we love every moment of it. And when people are enjoying the game, it means, it means the world to us. So, yeah, it's been so fun. <laughs> it's very cool. How's it compared to UK GE? It's very similar in, in some ways. And that what, what we really like is that it's such a gaming convention that there's lots of people here to play tabletop games. So we've had so many players just coming and getting the game instantly and just that's been so satisfying and the energy is the same. It's got a lot of vibrancy, a lot of people coming through. So it's, it, I think it's very similar. Um, it just maybe a, a few more nationalities here. Yeah, very true. <laughs> so uh, my name's Alfie. I, I'm the sales manager here at Aletto Games. Uh, we're, we're here at the, at the show um, representing Doomlings, which is a very, very good um, card game for us. So a uh, strategy-based card game. Um, people have been really, really interested in it. This is kind of the, the German launch. Um, so, yeah, I've been really excited to get that out and, and had some really good um, good feedback from it, uh, from, from German people. Um, so, yeah, really had a great show. Um, and, yeah, uh, excited for next year. My name is Robert Firebread. I'm the designer of Shape Invaders. It's a new game where two players are battling for the dominance in the galactic by flicking each other's aliens and spaceships but the new thing that we have this year is actually the shields each spaceship has a few shields so you first have to eliminate the shields before you can get to the spaceship it's a very simple game it's a very quick game children can play it but adults love it as well and the reason you should check Camden Games on Kickstarter is that our first Kickstarter, Asteroid Dice, just finished, so you'll find us easily. And the next Shape Invader Kickstarter is going to be there next year, in 2024. And you'll be able to find all sorts of amazing things on the Kickstarter that you'll never, ever see again in shops. So um, ever since Pandemic Spiel, it's kind of been smaller. But uh, we can now finally feel how it's picking up pace again and we get more international visitors, more international exhibitors. And our stand was packed the whole time from Thursday to Sunday. But if you have never been to Spiel, in essence, you should definitely check it out and come at least on the Sunday or the Thursday, which is more quiet days. And then you can see all the games that um, before they come out and you can play them. And you can also get promo cards and special pieces that you will never, ever find in retail. Amazing. Never, never, ever. Never, ever. You heard it there. (laughs) Robert really is the fire breath. I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was was looking for more information on Shape Invaders. So mm-hmm. I need yeah. to. Uh, that sounds really fun. I did like a good dexterity flicking flicking game. Did it you was, get to play? It was. I didn't. I have played before. However, okay. Uh, it was. So they had a, a pop up um, gazebo with all their Camden Games um, logos on, uh, and it was a really popular stall. The uh, it was very toasty for the people who were um, looking after that stall because the the air circulation within their little pod 
wasn't all that great. Oh, really? So they had a nice no. toasty experience. But it was always full because it is just it's a game where it's really easy to play and just watch other people play it, so you just sort of mimic. Um and you've you've also got the sort of clicking of, of the, the tiles hitting each other and then flying off the tables in their little catch nets. Um and with the uh, they got sort of like the black light UV light thing, so it was all illuminated nicely. Uh, it was just it was just fun. Um and it was yeah, just always always busy, which is really cool. I think flipping flipping to the Kavango one as well. Yeah. I think Matt Matt and bit where they were saying it's interesting where they were saying are oh, people just playing lots of games. And <laughs> so even with them, I think it was on the Friday when we first um saw them. Is they were booking uh, time slots to play Kavango because I hadn't played it wow. up until that point. Wow. So we booked to play on the Saturday evening, which we did, or Saturday afternoon, and um, and, th- and their place was again always full. Um, but it, it was nice where, and I think it helps with the style of the game. They've got two where it's just easily accessible, but because you've got a lot of experienced gamers too, they they can get to it even faster because they recognise some of the the styles okay. and, and themes and mechanics and such. Um, but there, it was it was nice where, um, and it, I'm not saying it just because I knew of them before, but they had a real, like, calming sense of their their stance. It was nice to go there. Lots of the others, it was just people run off the feet. It was just manic. If you were trying to play a game, you were probably in a queue waiting for the table, but the the, the stall sort of wasn't looked after as well as it could have been. So it was all just a bit intense. Uh, whereas theirs, it was just it worked. It was it was lovely, um, and there's a similar sort of theme, I guess, with um, Jack at Splitstone with Mycelia. Mm-hmm. That was busy. That was so busy all the time with both people playing and just looking because I mean the artwork was drawing a lot of people in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once you got busy tables, people are always looking too. Um, but it always seemed well sort of managed, which is really good, um, and it's. Yeah, the, the the style of the, the uh, experience on each booth was was really different for, and especially coming to the Sunday when some people have been on those stalls for four days and maybe yeah, a bit yeah. more for the press day. Sure, yeah. And you could see that, um, yeah, it was it was wearing on them, but um, yeah, it was good. Oh, it's really, I mean, it's great to see uh, throughout the weekend on the socials the Cavango team. The stand that was busy. I mean, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter still got a couple of days to go as of today, and it they're on like two and a, two and a half, just over two thousand backers. Yeah, um, just really pleased for them. So it yeah. just shows that you know, time it right with the show. And I I can imagine because they're very calm yes. in nature, but they're also very well planned. So mm-hmm. you can I can imagine how well that stand was run. Just because I want to get one of those oversized cards that everyone was taking oh, yeah. pictures yeah, with. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we got the last two clips, um, which I guess is just two other people you met around uh, the show. Mm. Should I just play them straight away? Yeah. Yeah, let's go, let's for, go it. for it. My name is Xegos, and my Instagram is Games. I'm from Poznan, Poland. It was bigger, better, more games, more fun, and I have great time. Brilliant. What's your highlight been? Spending time with you and playing gay sauna, of course. Two things. Spending time with you and playing board games, board games, sorry. <laughs> playing gay sauna. And a poop game, and a poop game. Yeah, 
Perfect. Thank you. My name is Vanessa, and my Instagram name is Missing Pieces. Well, this is my second spiel because I went here last year, but it feels always like the first time because I'm always so excited. And contrary to what I thought before coming to Spiel, uh, the best part is not actually the games, the products, but it's the atmosphere that we are able to live because you get to meet a lot of amazing people like you, for example. <laughs> yeah, I really, really enjoy the, um, the fact that we can exchange uh, our feelings and our thoughts about games and the way you can actually get to know each other. Because, of course, Instagram is amazing and all the socials and everything that we have at home, but here it feels really better, different. And also you get to know, for example, the creators, the designer of the games, and you finally put a face to a name, and sometimes it feels uh, unreal, really. <laughs> so they are really humble people, and you get to sit down with them, and that's a thing that I really love, because you can ask questions, they say things you never even imagined to, for example, ask about or think. And I had some really interesting spin on some of the games I tried this year. What a great summary. Bigger, better, and more. I think that these are your two biggest fans, John. <laughs> I did not pay Vanessa any money <laughs> to say anything that was said. And, and uh, yeah, Grigosh, we, uh, we, had a, we had a fun time playing the Gay Sauna game. Uh, I should I work out what game it was? Because yeah, I mean, clearly hanging out with you was the highlight of the show. I mean, uh, yeah. So there yeah, were two the game? two yeah. things that accidentally happened. So after the big uh, burger meet on the Friday, yeah. we we're all walking back to the uh, underground station, and uh, Greg Osher was like, "Oh, what what are your plans for tomorrow?" I went, well, just doing a bit of linking up, and there's um, like a, a content creator meet and greet thing on the Saturday, so I'll, I'll probably swing by that and just see what that's about. And he's like, oh, "Okay." And then said, what are you doing? He says, oh, we've got a, a slot at 3 p.m. to play Gay Sauna, the, the board game. We're like, okay, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll just come along and play that. So Dom, Bramide Enthusiast, says, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> so we had the three, so we, we rocked up at three on the following day. And the three of us sat on one side of the bench and then three other random guys on the other side um, had a couple of rounds of uh, of gay sauna, and what happened at the table will stay at the table. Stay on the table. Fair <laughs> enough. I will not ask. And um, what what's if we were interviewing you now and saying what's your highlight in thirty seconds? What would you summarize Essen as? That's that's really tricky. Um, you know, it's something I've given. Now, I've really struggled to distill it into such a short thing yeah. because it's. It's such a an intense experience, and it's a really, uh, for me, like a really strangely um, almost addictive thing where you've got this energy in the halls, yeah. and as soon as you're away from it, you, even though it's intense when you're in there, you're in this sort of big meat grinder machine thing, as soon as you're out, it feels strange, and you just want to go back in and go, oh, there's something around that corner on um, and there's there's always something to explore, and something I was conscious of going from around is I was often taking very similar routes through the halls. So it meant I was getting to places quickly, but I was yeah. not covering a lot of ground. Um, so yeah, that, that's not not a very good summary at all. But it's just the sort of 
thing that you get confronted with. And the experience is so different for many different people because they go with a different expectation and different desires mm-hmm. and and then bumping into those people when you're there. Um, it's it's just it's like it's like nothing else, I think. Yeah. I mean I think I kept seeing different shots and thinking like the amount of people that, that we know that we've met through board games from all around the world. Um it's such a is that one destination. You just need a sat nav app to get yourself mm-hmm. yeah. from A to B in an easier way. But it's just yeah, amazing experience and I really am working with my company to make sure we don't lock out <laughs> next year. In fact, they've already agreed we're not doing the same thing this year. So, so I will endeavour to be there. I think if if you're there for the whole th- So my original plan, until I found out that this um, content creator thing was on the Saturday, was to avoid Saturday because it's, it's so yeah. intense. And I'd heard that some people were just going for the Saturday and I, I don't mm. know what their experience had been like. Whether they've ever been seen again, I don't know. Um, but that would be a real the Thursday and Sunday are the ideal days to go Thursday for the essential purchases and then Sunday for a nice more relaxing thing um, but yeah there's there's just so much to cram and I so in terms of games I played there so there was uh, number nine is it number nine plus plus oh yeah how was that the expansion yeah. so I'd, I'd yeah. never played original brand number nine okay Okay. So we had had that explained of where you sort of match match the numbers up and you um, stack them to accumulate points based on the height and the worth of the number. And the expansion adds in um, special actions that you can undertake. I think there's a selection of tiles in the box and you select two. Okay. That sounds cool. And then you can do okay. different sort of rule breakers, if you like. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And you get a couple of infill pieces, so a cube and a rectangle or a square and a rectangle to help fill in random uh, yeah. Oh, zeros. Yeah. Yes. Um, Good yes. game. Yeah. So we so we played it with um a couple of strangers as well. It it played nicely. It was yeah, it was fun. It was alright. Um mm. and uh patterns as well, which obviously was one of your heads ups before. I was about to um, ask, yeah. So did you get to spend some time and see it? It was yeah, so I watched it being played first and then the type the there were two tables and the other one freed up. So I was like, okay, I'll have a, have a look. So I played it with one of the demo team there and it was really good fun. Um, it's uh, sort of like a, a, a sort of area control matching orthogonally game. It's, uh, it's a nice lightweight um lightweight pattern matching strategy thing so it's it, it's nice my summary is awful but it, it's one i'd recommend to, <laughs> to play two player specific um but yeah it's it's nice i enjoyed it there's a lot of mechanics there yeah i, yeah. I remember you said about pj on the previous show it did sound like a nice game mm. yeah yeah and we had talked about mandala the original needs mm. more love because it's just yeah. a great yeah it's a great two player those games that um we actually won it at a raffle a game convention and I hadn't heard of it and you still don't see much about it, but it's such a nice uh, two player game. So yeah, that's a, yeah, a couple of years old now, but yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Anything else to add to that we haven't covered, John? Cause you, yeah. you covered a lot of ground, literally. <laughs> there was, yeah, a lot of, I should have got the, uh, the step count to share cause it was uh, significant each single day. It was good. Um, I bet it was. Yeah. So, so we're going to have a, a we're going to try adding a bonus episode, aren't we mm-hmm. to this? And that was with, um, I've now 
looking at my notes. Is it Kosh? No. Yeah, Kosh, the designer Kosh, of yeah. uh, Forest Shuffle, which was um, there was one of the stores where they were writing the games of the expo or the yeah. deal. I think it came as number two or three in their ranking and was sold out because I wanted to get a copy so I could get it signed because I thought, well, that's an easy thing to nab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I suppose actually the other thing I will add is um, so some of the things that the people might not have have identified by the, the first pass of the um, the websites. So with the, the content creator meet thing, uh, when you came in through Hall 3, there was a, a foyer area and then a, an escalator. And at the top of that okay. escalator, there was a meeting room. Uh, and if, if you had no reason to go up there, you, you probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, a free access thing. If you had a spiel ticket, you could go in there. Uh, okay. And there were just various... Um, podcasters video recorders interviewers game designers and whatnot with their thing and lots of tables and space and quiet just demoing games so when i'd caught up with gregosh after the uh, secret sauna experience he asked if he could play my game so we went up with him and his wife and we played can't go so that was nice um so there's, there's that space as well can you use that space for recording? Is that possible, like recording podcasts? Is that basically a basically a zone? Well, it's basically a press room, I guess. It it was way. yeah, it was it was less exclusive than that, but you could definitely okay. do that because it was yeah, a yeah. more um, uh, a more normal level of background yeah, yeah. noise. Where like a just... meeple to meeple table in the little room there, uh, Gareth. That's what... Yeah, well, I was just thinking. Yeah. yeah, just yeah, just easy. a place to meet people if you want that little bit more uh, yeah quiet space. That sounds mm-hmm. amazing. Okay. But, um, yeah. yeah. So I gotta ask one question because mm-hmm. our friend Craig, get into games, told me about this and sent me a picture. Didn't know this when we originally talked about it. Did you get to see the miniatures for Nemesis Retaliation? No, I don't think no. I did. Okay, I didn't know they were gonna have it. Like they had the prototype on display. And I'm like, and the picture was a little grainy, so I couldn't quite tell. And I was like, ah, oh, if you could describe it to me, that'd be great. Um, Not I wish time. I'd have known. Yeah. Oh well. So, Gareth, sure how is this second? How is this extra bonus episode? How's that going to work for all of us? So our the, it'll go live. It'll go live with this. So there should be a second episode to this Essen return from Essen. <laughs> episode yeah we will we'll see it's the first time we've done it so uh it'll either be another episode back to back or there'll be a second like a bonus episode um so i think i just say thanks john for um yes. taking some of your time uh, and giving it over to us i know how busy that show is from everything you said so yeah i you know, both of us greatly appreciate yep. you doing some interviews for i guess for the for the channel much yeah, much okay. appreciated it was it was yeah. a, an interesting experience, um, genuinely, because it, it was it's something I'd not done in that uh, in the Essen environment before, and it was yeah, it was it was good to do, and it was it was genuinely lovely talking to everyone and just getting their in the moment experience of of how it was how it was treating them and how they were <laughs> feeling at the time. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, so if we had, yeah. if we ask any of our fellow friends going to other conventions to do what you did for us at Essen. Do you have any advice for them? 
before we go. <laughs> Say um, no. <laughs> Gareth, that's think, not how this works. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, oh, there's probably a... Um, this seems a catchphrase in every episode, but that would almost be an episode in itself. I think probably the the time in preparation is one consideration of knowing who you need to meet specifically of where the meeting rooms are. So I did a lot of scouting out on the very first day to find out where everything really was because you didn't want to be hunting for a meeting room and be late. So finding out where you need to be and when specifically. Um, making contact, obviously, well before to make sure that people are still going to be there because, obviously, if, if they're sick, they might not actually be there and you might end up just waiting around. So if you can scout them out on the day. Uh, if you can do any sort of practice recordings beforehand so you're familiar with all the equipment yeah. before you rock up, uh, then that's all good. Uh, and then just have fun with it because everybody I was talking to, it was, it was just really exciting to talk to them, and and that they were giving me that back. So it was just really fun rather than being too sort of. So when I was talking, I'd say, look, if you're talking and you mess up, it's all good. Just start again or whatever. Yeah, just perfect. Just yeah. relax. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, and just enjoy it. Um, yeah. I suppose that's my, my only advice. That's it. Well, thank so, you, John. Uh, thank you. Thanks, John. And I hope everyone who's listening has enjoyed uh, John's summary of Essen. I certainly have enjoyed listening uh, and discussing it, and the FOMO just got even more real. So I hope <laughs> to see everyone next year. Hopefully, PJ, you'll make it as well. Well, let's hope so. Okay. It, right, with if that, it's possible if I could do cool. a couple of, uh, well, or a handful of shout outs just to uh, go. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Do it now. Airtime is here. So, uh, very quickly, or probably not quickly. So, uh, Peter, Jim, Marie, Lee, Anna, Anna, Elina, and Sabrina for being uh, fantastic accommodation buddies. Uh, Ladybug Maple and Lucy from Dover Board Game Girl, it's great to accidentally bump into you uh, while searching for food. Uh, Joanna, Kosh, uh, Dina for the uh, longer interview sessions, which are great. Uh, Nick from Board Game Review UK, uh, Julie, uh, Board Julie, and Andrea from Boardiax. Again, fantastic to see you there. Sabina from Lookout Games, uh, Jack, Matt, and Zara that we've mentioned uh, already. Uh, Ayman from Board Games in Vienna, who uh, bumped into me and recognised me from the T-shirt. That was awesome. <laughs> Mabin, um, Dennis, Brett Spieler, Uncle. Um, obviously, the, the squad from Aletto and Camden, um, including Cy. Uh, Savannah, who was on the uh, Cavango stand, who was their self-proclaimed number one fan. <laughs> and then, last but not least, the, the burger crew of uh, Jenny for arranging things, uh, Rachel, Flowering Embers, uh, Adam, Michaela, uh, and then Greg Osh and his, his good lady wife, Gosha, Dom, Drew, uh, Shanda and Lisa from Hetzbelet Yes Couple. I assume that's how you say their Instagram. Genders Gaming, Dennis, Ordinary Board Gamer, uh, Raphael oh, and Kate. Yeah. And I think that rounds off the entire list of uh, people who, who made it an even warmer experience. That is a roll call of some amazing, <laughs> well, all amazing people. That yeah. is epic. That is epic. That is Shout epic out list. to all of you. You you will need to send me all the Instagram tags so that we can we can tag them in as well so they get a listen. Okay, thanks everyone. We'll see you soon. Everyone for listening, please subscribe. And as always, we love to hear your thoughts and ideas. So make sure to leave those in the comments. And don't forget, you can also chat with us both on Instagram at Meeple to Meeple.